everybody. I'm Johnny D, the Motivational Cowboy. Welcome to my podcast. I am so excited about today's show. You know I get excited about everybody that comes into the studio and for me to interview them and have you check out their stories. I mean, you talk about an interesting story of a young lady. I got her in, in the um, studio today. Courtney Peters is with me right now, and uh, she is a welder for Coletta Motorsports. And, and I'm going to ask her... Courtney, first of all, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. But but listen, I mean, you started out in college. You yes. started out as a forensic accountant. Correct. And then you went to school for high-performance racing. Correct. How does a girl go from <laughs> forensic uh, accounting, which I didn't even know what forensic accounting was. Mm -hmm. If you don't mind, just take one couple seconds and tell sure. everybody what forensic accounting even is sure forensic accounting the, way, the easiest way to explain it is the whole enron situation where they found out that they were cooking the books and that the company was saying that they were making more money than they actually were yeah forensic accounting would have been the person to go in there and actually investigate their books so i initially wanted to work for the fbi doing forensic accounting and i wanted to travel all over and yeah so and, 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 and so you went to school for that yeah and then did you quit? I dropped out twice. You what? <laughs> so you dropped, I dropped out twice. Out twice. So yeah. so how, okay, so so you dropped out twice and then you decided to go to college uh, to study high performance racing technology. Yes. How did you go from an accountant to high performance racing? I have to give it all credit to my little brother who's 3 years younger than me. <laughs> Much taller than me, though. Yeah. Um, he actually went to Ohio Technical College in Cleveland for okay. high performance and racing technologies. My dad had gone there back in, ooh, I can't even remember what year, but my dad is actually an alumni for their uh, heavy equipment and diesel uh, program that they had. Awesome, okay. Yeah, so my dad suggested that to my brother. My brother had always loved doing those sort of things, and I had too, but I just didn't actually think of it as an actual career. Yeah. So my brother had started going there. He was going there for six months or so, and he called me one day, and he's like, Courtney, you've dropped out twice. What are you doing? <laughs> you need to get your head out of places and do what I know that you're going to be happy doing. Right. So it was actually my brother that kind of pushed me that way. And he's like, I know that this is where you're gonna be home, at home at and excel in, so. So you never, you didn't think for a million years that you no. would ever get into this business? No, no. So you kind of <laughs> fell into it, the old cliche, yeah. I fell into my job. Yeah, I mean, it always, it was always something that interests me. I loved being in the garage with my dad and working on engines, tractors, we'll get into that, but. Um, <laughs> so you weren't a girly girl? No. I hated wearing dresses. <laughs> Where did you grow up? I grew up actually in a little town about 20 minutes south of Erie, Pennsylvania in Waterford. Born okay. and raised. I lived in the house, same house for my entire entirety. Um, yeah. So were you a tomboy then? I was an extreme tomboy. I was the kind of tomboy <laughs> where I wore cutoffs and basketball shorts and I wore visors flipped backwards and upside down that held my hair in a ponytail. <laughs> And I, I was, I went from that to like kind of finding a balance, and now yeah. I'm like, I think the equal of both. Both, worlds. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so you go to, you go to this technical college. Correct. When you went there, was it a different feeling than going to college to be an accountant? 
much different. Were you I, happy like your brother said you were going to be? Yeah, I actually wanted to be there. <laughs> I could see it in your so, eyes. You're like, you're getting excited about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I always dreaded going to class. I mean, there were classes in college that I enjoyed, yeah. but nothing that I was super, super excited to do. And I've always kind of been more hands-on person rather than books anyway. Yeah. So whenever I could go to school and be... We did a little bit of book work. It was like half and half. So we'd do our book work and then we'd go out in the shop and we'd work on the cars and physically do the things that we just learned. So that kind of was a good balance for me because I got a little bit of book work, book work that I was okay <laughs> with, but then I was actually physically getting to do it. So let me ask you this, because there are young people watching right now mm -hmm. that... They don't get straight A's. Were you a straight A kind of girl? No, 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 no. <laughs> I remember when I had a chemistry class, I think it was like 11th grade or something like that. This is how bad I did not want to do it. I had a 13% in that class. <laughs> I bombed it because I just, I didn't want to do it. So I was that kind of person where yeah. like, I knew it wasn't a class that I had to take and I could take a, a something else later to pass it by. But if I'm not dedicated and wanting to do something, I'm sorry, but I just You I have can. to be 100% into yeah. it or you don't do it. I'm either in it or I'm not. So, so. so explain just in, in, a, in a couple minutes, what school was like? What kind of vehicles were you working on in school? What was that technical school like? It was actually an amazing experience. I had amazing uh, instructors, Mr. McBride, Mr. Romine. Um, They're Mr. probably watching Mr. Right Mr. Now. Dangerfield. Mr. Oh, Dangerfield, man. are you serious? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> His name was Dangerfield, Perry Dangerfield. He's one of the greatest man, men alive. Um, so, you know, Having them as teachers really instilled a lot of, obviously, like technical and hands-on things, but they also taught us a lot of, you know, stuff outside of school, yeah. you know, just to be a better person and to, you know, work on yourself, too. Um, but, I mean, out in the shop, we... We had, like, old NASCAR chassis, and we had, I don't even remember what year Gremlin it was, but, man, I hated working on that thing. And then there was this Porsche, which Dangerfield would kill me if I didn't say Porsche. Uh, right, right. He always said that. So we just had all kinds of things that, you know, just random cars that the school would get. Would you recommend that school to anybody watching right now that maybe 100%. is a little confused, like maybe they don't want to go to college? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%, 100%. They actually have a welding program there, but that was before I knew that I loved welding or yeah. even wanted to weld. Um, so they have a welding program, regular automotive. They have diesel. They have a collision. Um, I think paint is involved with the collision, too. So you something. had to learn all that? No, no, okay. no. I was just high performance. So like, just high there was different. We all had like different colored shirts, and like we all had our own teachers. Okay. So like the three teachers I listed, those were just for high performance. So, where did welding come into play here? You're <laughs> um, there for high performance, yeah. and then you end up coming out being a welder. Yeah. How did I, that all happen? I wanted to initially work on the team. I wanted to work on a drag racing team. Yeah. Um, and welding was one of the courses that we had to take because it was broken up into like three different months, I yep. believe. And it was three months, I'm sorry, five months before I graduated. Okay. And that was when we first started doing the welding. And 
at first I was kind of like, okay, this is cool. Like it'll be something neat to learn. But I did not realize <laughs> where it would take me. And it just, Mr. McBride actually was like, hey, I think you have something in this. And then really? he's the one that put the bug in my ear. Hey, you can still work for a you know top fuel team, funny car team in the NHRA and get to weld also. Yeah. So it was kind of, it just, again, another clicking moment yeah. where everything just you clicked had that, and what fell I call into place. Aha moment. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. So were absolutely. you good at it right away? No. Okay. So, <laughs> I don't think so. So, so listen, I, I've been around uh, the welding business for mm -hmm. a little while, and there are men and women that are either Lincoln Electric or they're Miller. <laughs> Are you a Lincoln girl or are you a Miller girl? I am 1,000% a Lincoln Electric girl. I have never even used a Miller. I do not speak of Miller. <laughs> so, um, so let me ask you this. When you were in school, now I did some work with Lincoln Electric. Mm -hmm. And one, one of the coolest things that I got to try was their, um, their training, virtual reality oh, simulation. Yeah. And it was like this video game, but it was real. I mean, yeah. you, you had the mask on and, and you were welding, but it wasn't real. Mm -hmm. Did you ever use that? I actually did when I went to uh, the Advanced Welding Seminar yeah. back in end of November, beginning of December over at Lincoln Electric. They'll get some people together from NASCAR and NHRA that are kind of in the welding industry already. And they will kind of go through a crash course of different materials, different welding techniques. And that was one of the things that they actually had there at the school was the virtual welding. Yeah. And so that was pretty cool. I had never done that before, but I just kind of, I was watching people do it and I tried a little bit of it, but it's, it's weird. It's different. It's yeah. so weird. Well, you don't have the smell and stuff like yeah. that. But, but, but for the, for the guy that never welded. Yeah. Oh, that'd I be was perfect. like, this is so neat. Yeah. And so cool. You know, I used to get like, okay, I at least want to get an 80% on my weld yeah. and I just want to get this. I, I Okay. So you go to school, you graduate. Mm -hmm. How did you end up at Coletta Motorsports? Mr. McBride. Really? <laughs> yep. I mean, because you got, I mean, I mean, listen, for those of you that are at home watching right now, this girl gra graduates college and then goes, she doesn't go into an entry level position. She goes right to the top team in NHRA drag racing. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean that, yeah. I mean, I, I'm getting goosebumps for you right now. How cool was yeah, that? Yeah, it was actually incredible. I graduated on the 26th of March in 2016. And on the 28th of March, four days later, <laughs> I got a call saying that Jimmo wanted me to come in the next day, that Tuesday, and have an interview, and I was hired that day. Really? So I was hired five days after I had graduated, and I actually already signed an apartment lease in Toledo, Ohio, where my boyfriend's from, uh -huh. and so I signed my apartment. Before I even knew that I got the job, I just had that feeling, you know, people say, you know, manifestation, whatnot, yeah. but like, I knew that that's what I wanted to do, and I was dead set on it, so. So what was it like your first day of work? You oh, go so in there, you, you know, you're a young lady, mm -hmm. you're at the top level. Yeah. I was... mean, there is no games here. I mean, this isn't, I mean, it, it is, it's a big business. Mm -hmm. What was it like for you? Do you remember your first day of work? I don't remember my exact first day, but I remember, and this is something I was thinking about like not too long ago. Um, I remember when I first started welding at Coletta, I actually worked up in the carbon department shop for a little bit okay. until I got the skill, like I perfected my skills since I was still so new at it. Yeah. And uh, 
I remember being so shaky and not being able to like keep my eyes straight and I was so nervous and to think now where I just throw on my helmet and go yeah. before I used to be my nerves were so amped up and I couldn't even How many years ago has that been? Oh shoot, I think it's four and a half years that I've been Holy there. Holy cow, really? Yeah, time flies. I feel like I just wow. got hired last year. <laughs> <laughs> so how long did it take you? Because everybody thinks mm -hmm. I get out of school and you know you you, you get a great job. Mm-hmm. But you were still nervous. It's yeah. okay to be nervous. Yeah. It's okay to be scared. Did mm -hmm. you have mentors? I did. I did. I I had Brian Nelson, who I work with right now. He has taught me so 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 much. Yeah. And you know, that's it's something where you can, you know. I give all the credit to my teachers. They taught me so much. But until you actually get in it also, yeah. it's kind of, you just you just learn different things. You know how much tolerance you can have with things. You just know how to fine-tune things a little bit better, how to do this better, how to do that better, you know. And yeah. I didn't always listen at first. I'm like, oh, no, I know. It'll be fine. Like, I'll, I'll figure it out. <laughs> and now I'm doing exactly what my mentors were suggesting to me. <laughs> how, how tough is it for you knowing that you are working on a chassis? Now, for those of you that are at home and you don't know what she's working on, I mean, she's working on chassis that these cars go over 300 miles per hour, correct? Correct, yeah. So how stressful usually. is it for you knowing that you are working on something and someone's life yeah. is, is inside that race car as well? And I'm not trying to... You know, I'm, oh. I'm going to put things into perspective. I mean, it's got to be a little bit nerve-wracking. It I, is. I, I know it's a job. <laughs> I know that, you know, you're, you're, you're confident and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But as scary as it is, how gratifying is it for you when you see that car on TV on Sunday going round mm -hmm. after round after round after round and then winning, winning championships yeah. that you've been involved with? Yeah. What's it like for you being a young lady? And I know that ladies hate when I say this, but it, <laughs> but it, but, it, but it's true. Yeah. You are a woman in a man's career mm -hmm. or what used to be just a man's career. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Um, what's it like for you? It is. I mean, do, do, do me a favor. When yes. you answer that, look inside this camera right sure. here and, and tell everybody <laughs> what's it like for a young lady, not even knowing what she wanted, fell into this job, mm. but now her work is going literally over 300 miles per hour, winning championships. Mm. What's it like for you? It is the most exhilarating and terrifying feeling at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to have, you know, like you said, someone's life in your hands, it is so rewarding that people can trust you with something like that yeah. you know uh so there's not a time that i don't that i weld that i don't think of that right you know um just earlier today i was welding up a set of a-arms and it's crazy to think that just one little spot you know could change someone's life so right. i take pride in how i weld i take pride in what i do how i fit things to ensure that people that get in the car, the drivers that we have, J.R. Todd, mm -hmm. Doug Coletta, Sean Langdon, that they know that they are safe right. in the vehicle that they're getting in. That's so cool. Do you have a nickname? Uh, I am called Ace. <laughs> so <laughs> Primarily just by Brian. Some other people call me it too, but... So why Ace, you think? Just I because, don't know. Because you're so good at what you do? I, I don't think of it. Because <laughs> they first started calling me that before I knew what I was even doing. No, Nick Coffin that used to work with us, he, uh, he just started calling me that one day. No idea. It and it just kind of stuck. Yeah, four and a half years later, Brian still calls me that. Isn't that funny how nicknames mm -hmm. do that? Yeah. Now let me ask you this. You have a welding helmet. Correct. Now, men and women that have welding helmets <laughs> either have their helmets all painted up 
or they're either all black with a couple stickers on it. It's just, it's just the way that the business is. What girl are you? Are you completely all decked out, customized helmet, or are you just plain with a couple stickers? Well, I love the Jessie Combs helmets because she has, you talk about inspiration, she was my inspiration for everything, how okay. um, driven she was and how uh, confident and fearless and just, she was, she just didn't care what anybody else thought. She was all for herself. She just knew what she wanted and she did it. Um, that was something that I kind of wanted to have was one of her helmets, but I actually went with a black one because <laughs> I could not see myself destroying a nice helmet like that. And I yeah. destroy my helmet. It is so scratched up. Sometimes I throw it on and I'm like, how do I even see through this mask right here? You know, and funny story, like I don't really have any designs or anything on it. It's just flat black, but I have some random stickers on it that Brian randomly will place on my helmet. Those are the only <laughs> stickers that I have on there, except for an NGK one that I put on there myself. But other than that, they're all just stickers thrown on there. So if you could design your own helmet, mm -hmm. what would your helmet look like? What colors would be on your Ooh. helmet? I mean, come on, because here's the deal. I, I, I'm giving you a couple extra seconds here to think okay. about this. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, yes, she is a girl welder. But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, this young lady is still a young lady. So... Yeah. I know you still like to dress up. You still like to put some makeup on. You yeah. still like to wear your heels. Yes. If you could design your own helmet, what would your helmet look like? I was actually going to kind of put a little wrap or something on my helmet when I first got it. I'm like a blacked out vehicles. I love having like blacked out rims, blacked out cars, whatnot. So I love the idea of the all black. And I was actually going to put a purple K on it, like a script K, oh, yeah. and have it going down the side. Okay. That's kind of what I wanted to do, because um, I've always had my name like that, and my middle name's K, and K yeah. is just kind of my letter, I guess you could say. Yeah. So I wanted to do that. So, what but colors? I'm very simple. Just so what color? What, black. What, what, no, I, I, I purple K. Just purple. No, purple. I mean purple with no white. Just black and no, purple. Probably just black. So, and guys, purple. if you're watching at Cloto yeah. Motorsports right now, <laughs> what she wants her welding new new helmet to look like is all black with a K in purple. Just in case you guys want to get her something special for <laughs> Christmas or something. Just Some, throwing it out there, okay? Yeah, my birthday's coming up. So, <laughs> hit hit. Yeah. So so okay. So so you're working at Cloto Motorsports, and then yeah. your younger brother's working there too. Yeah. What's it like having your younger brother work in the shop that you're working at, too? You know what? We kind of stay away from each other. <laughs> we don't. But then again, my bro, I'm the outgoing one. My brother is kind of he's a little more reserved until you get to know him. And then he's like, he doesn't stop talking, which yeah. I love about him. I love it. I love it. Um, so he's kind of on the other side of the shop. The chassis shop is in the middle right. of the shop. And so we'll talk to each other like here and there throughout the day. Hey, how's your day going? I'll get a snack from him or something or he'll bring his energy drink over for me to sip on. Um, but it's it's really easy going. And he actually lives with my boyfriend and I, too. So oh, nice. it's, it's kind of nice because he is on the road. I do still get to spend like some time with him when he is home because we actually this live together. This year has together. been a lot. Yeah, he's been home a lot. <laughs> it's okay, though. <laughs> it's okay, but, uh, yeah, what else was I going to say about that? I don't know. So, so listen, I saw a picture of you mm -hmm. in a souped-up tractor. Like, li <laughs> listen, those of you that are watching, and, you, and maybe you still go to tractor pulls. Um, I loved them, and that's with the, they have all those engines on them. They're huge. 
You, I saw you sitting behind the wheel yeah. of one of them. Was it just you, like, getting your picture taken behind the wheel? No, I pulled it. Um, so, so you were yeah. a, a tractor, tractor puller? Tractor puller, <laughs> yeah. Yep. So what was that like, and how old were you? I was 18 when I first started with the NTPA that we used to pull with. Uh, you had to be 18 in order to actually pull. So wow. my dad got the tractor, shoot, when we were, well, he he built it and pulled his own mini modifieds before my parents even got married. Okay. And so probably when I was about, I think, eight or ten, my dad got the single engine modified pulling tractor. Oh. And so one of the deals was if we wanted to pull it, we had to work on it. So oh, okay. that was kind of how I actually got into working on the engine. So basically your dad got free labor. Yeah. Put that carrot in front of your face and yeah, said, okay, my, if you want to do it. Me and my brother, because we alternated. <laughs> so to make it fair between us kids, we would each alternate for What pulling. was that like? I can't even imagine what that was like. What's the most weight you ever pulled with that tractor? Oh, I can't think of the weights off the top of my head. <laughs> a lot, right? But yeah, a lot. I mean, I mean, because I mean, how much horsepower was that tractor that you were pulling with? I can't remember, I mean, but it, it was it a 454 a Chevy Big Block. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was. It was quite the wild ride, <laughs> quite the wild ride. And I don't know if you saw on my Facebook, but uh, with I have a picture with my pink helmet on. Um, and every single time, my brother loves to bring this up. Whenever I would be pulling down the track, I would literally just scream, like I would yell at her, like "Come on, let's go, let's go!" And that was just my thing. So every year, whenever they were doing the pictures for the banquet and stuff, they'd always have pictures of me <laughs> with my mouth just wide open. Come on! So, so have you always wanted to go fast? Um, I mean, I know I know now you're working on the cars that go fast, but I mean, yeah. were you a like speed demon? Kind of. I we always went to our local Erie Speedway dirt track, you know, just roundy round stuff yeah. when I was a kid. My dad has always took us to race tracks and then the drag strip, and we used to pull lawnmowers and just That's stuff cool. like that. Going to fairs, doing that stuff. Let me ask you this: Your dad? Yeah. You talk about him a lot. Yes. About you hanging out in the garage with him and stuff yeah. like that. Your dad must be so proud of you. Don't get me choked up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting kind of choked up, to be honest, because, I mean, I have a daughter your age. Yeah. And, and I know just sitting here listening to your story, um, how proud I am of you. Oh, and thanks. I can't even imagine how your dad feels of having that little girl working in the garage with him to now working at the top tier of business. Yeah. I mean... What's that like to go back home and to have those conversations? And, and not only you, but now your dad has two kids yeah. that are working. Don't cry. It's, no, you can't. No, <laughs> it's just a little. I think it's just watering. It's fine. I don't know. You know, it's mascara or something. So, but I mean, what has your dad said to you guys? I mean, that's got to be so cool and, and rewarding all yeah. by itself. I mean, it's nice to be, to know that your work is on TV and stuff yeah. like that. But things start at home. Yeah, they do. And those four walls at home, good or bad. Mm -hmm. obviously they were good for you what's it like though to have your dad say you know what kid i'm proud of you yeah it's it, you know it really means the world and i love you dad i love you mom <laughs> um they you know my parents were always like go get it like do what you want do what makes you happy when i was failing out of college you know they were just kind of like okay come on do something we'll support you in whatever you want to do just do it um you know and and to tie it back to tractor pulling my dad always had this motto we will do our best we will accept the results and we will build upon them that's one thing he always said to us before we went down the track for a tractor pull he would always say that and i don't think he realizes exactly how much it stuck with me in yeah. every every single aspect of my life i think about it every single day when i'm doing 
anything. It's like, okay, I mess up here. Okay, whatever. I got to learn from it and I got to move forward and do better next time. Um, A question came in on social media and Mm -hmm. that is why you're you're welding. Mm -hmm. Are you allowed, I guess, to listen to music or podcasts or is it just silence, just you and the welder? Because, you know, people talk about getting into a groove. Mm -hmm. Is it the groove of, of hearing the weld being done? Is it the music that you're tapping to that that literally we can tell if one day you're listening to heavy metal and one day you're listening to rap and one day you're listening to country and one day you're I mean I know it sounds funny but is that kind of true I don't know if it very I've never noticed that because we have oh my gosh Brian and I we listen to such an array we have a bluetooth speaker that will listen to music and when we're doing front halves I mean we are jamming out to like just rap and like any just like pump up music you know and then we have our you know metal days but for the most part I actually when I'm like really trying to get focused it sounds crazy but I'll actually listen to podcasts. I like listening to murder podcasts. (laughs) So, like, I love listening to a podcast called My Favorite Murder. And so, like, when I'm, like, really trying to get in the zone, I'll just listen to that. And it's, like, listening to a story. And then, obviously, I listen to yours. Also, I listen to motivational things, um, uplifting things, whenever I'm in that kind of mindset where I'm, like, I need to get, I need, something's bothering me. I need to focus and rise, raise my vibration a little bit <laughs> when when you need a kick in the butt mm-hmm. who's that person to give you the kick in the butt because you just said it some days you, and, and i know the racing business mm-hmm. some days your things are on and some days things are off and it can be all that way literally yeah. within an hour my boyfriend <laughs> really? i'll call him and be like this and this and this. he's like chill out you're fine you have nothing to worry about you're overreacting go back in there you're gonna do fine do it yeah. better next time um so he's kind of my voice of reason i yeah. guess he kind of keeps me a little level-headed that's awesome <laughs> hey listen i have to wrap things up yeah are you gonna stick around for another 25 minutes with me absolutely awesome I'd love to. hey everybody i'm johnny d the motivational cowboy you are just got done listening to courtney peters that's the first episode we're gonna come back for another 20 minutes and really get to know this young lady again everybody don't forget to check out all my podcasts at nrmstreamcast.com or motivationalcowboy.com and if you want to be a guest on the show shoot me an email johnny d at motivationalcowboy.com i just want to say thanks again for listening tuning in and on behalf of everybody here be safe have fun and have yourselves an outstanding day we'll see you next time